Hello and welcome to the first episode of the Behind the Scenes Tech Podcast. I'm your host Guy Cocker and my new podcast is going to pull back the curtain on the tech industry, talking to its movers and shakers and bringing you a weekly fix of news, gossip and anything else we can fit into an hour. Uh, each week I'll bring you guests who are in the thick of the consumer tech industry, going to the events, having an opinion, using all the latest gadgets, having their ear to the ground and basically having something to say. Uh, my guests on this debut show are two of the most influential influencers in the tech space. My first guest started his career on Unilad as their tech correspondent and then graduated to run his own website, YouTube channel and Instagram. He goes by the name of Gadgets Boy and I'd like to welcome him to the show. Tommy, thanks very much for joining me. Thanks for having me. How are you doing? Yeah, good. We're in your, uh, we're in your, where the magic happens. My, yeah, your, this is, this is, yeah. this is behind <laughs> the scenes. This is literally behind the scenes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you show me where you shoot your videos. And, that's right. That's right. This is, this is the spot. And you've heard him already. My second guest uh, is a photographer, tech journalist, sneaker aficionado uh, who started in tech on print magazine amateur photographer then joined timing stable mate trusted reviews before going solo as a podcaster and social media maven he's gadgets john on pretty much every social media platform there is welcome john dick john Devo. hello how you doing thanks for having me man. yeah thank you thanks so much guys for uh, for joining me for this first show um i know you guys do a lot of work together you've got your separate um, channels as well for people that don't know about you just just tell us a little bit about what you do and uh, and where people can find you uh in a nutshell we just talk about tech online really yeah. uh, in whether what whichever way form or shape um and uh, they can find me anywhere as gadgets boy so whether it's youtube twitter instagram website we're out there man and TikTok as well. And TikTok as well. Yeah. What about you, John? Tommy's really uh, taken TikTok by storm. I love TikTok. I can spend hours on <laughs> He's it. He's basically become a magician. So you have I to can, check out his yeah. TikTok. Right. I, I learned so much on there. Right. Is it actually is it actually good for tech stuff as well? Is it more? It's great personal? for tech as well. I put this. I put a video of a car um, up on there from CES, and that's that's on nearly five million views now. It's oh wow! Incre- it's incredible. It's crazy. Nice. Yeah. yeah. And so you on uh, TikTok as well, John? Or? I have a TikTok, yeah. but I haven't posted anything on there yet. Right. I'm still not quite sure what my value is. Right. So Sneakers do well on there. Yeah, I've heard. I've heard. So yeah, I need to get on it, but I haven't posted anything yet. But I'm Sneakers John on TikTok. So so I mean, I've explained to you as a sort of tech influence, but you're going more into sneakers now. That's your kind of other passion, isn't it? I think sneakers is probably my first love. Yeah. Uh, Before I fell in love with cameras and technology, um, I've always been a bit of a sneakerhead. Yeah. Uh, Became a collector not that long ago, but launched my first ever sneaker podcast uh, with my sneaker family. Yeah. uh, The Real Soul family um, back in January. So that's kind of become a bit more of a focus for me uh, for a number of different reasons. But I feel like it's time to, now that sneakers are so much in the news and there's a technology angle coming with those as well. So I'm getting ahead of that curve. Yeah, sure. So what was the, the podcast you just mentioned? If people uh, the Real out? Soul Family. Right. Okay. Uh, we're on YouTube, Instagram um, and TikTok. But we haven't posted anything on there either. But your the, the 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 profile picture that I posted out on my social media that you were coming on is is you surrounded by cameras. That's my gadget profile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're you're uh, an amazing photographer as well. And thank you. Yeah, so I've been you, doing it for a long time. Yeah, uh, I still I. It's weird. I don't like most of the pictures I take. Right. But the people I shoot for do. So. <laughs> so you're they happy to do, me. yeah to do it, work for them. It's a weird feeling when you you submit images to a client and you're like you're expecting really bad feedback and they're like love them. Yeah. Like, I just think there's something wrong with them. <laughs> I think I might be getting this wrong, but it's, it's slightly off on a tangent. But I, I think it was you, John, that was saying that um, you were you were quite big on Instagram, but were you punished by an algorithm? At the, yeah, a couple of years ago. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, a couple of years ago, I was on about I went from about a thousand followers to twelve thousand followers in the space of six months. Right. Um, just because I did, I covered one of the the largest ever autofocusing lens that Canon have ever made. Yeah. The EF twelve hundred mil. It's an insane lens. It weighs about the same as holding a 
seven-year-old child at arm's length, wow. which would be hard to do, but I did a shot holding it and shot handheld, and I'm the only person in the world to ever do it. Right. There's 20 of those lenses ever made, and they're worth about £150,000. Each? Yeah. Wow. Uh, so when I did it, I was actually working for amateur photographer yeah, at the yeah. time, and it blew up my account. But then I did a promotion with a company about end of 2017, and they paid Facebook to promote the post. And after that, my likes and comments and interaction went from, on average... 500 to 1,000 likes per post yeah. to 100 to 200 likes so per post. So it totally dropped off. It fell off a cliff. And yeah. I think because Facebook realized my account's willing to pay, so it just stopped yeah. giving me the juice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And ever since then, it's been tiny, so I so barely have a post. You're now. still on there, but it's not like not. The I'm same. more into stories, yeah. and most of the content I shoot is for other brands, so they post the shoot, content I shoot on their Instagram channels, and they're willing to pay for it because they're companies. Yeah. Whereas I use it more to just connect with an audience that love camera technology and phones and cars, and that's it's the more of the community thing that I was interested in, and I don't really care about likes. Sure. So if less people see the stuff, there's less point in me posting it. That's kind of my reasoning. I'm sure I want to get this question out of the way because I'm, I'm sure you get it a lot but it's you know being a tech influencer or an influencer in general is, is something people dream of i mean how did you guys get into it and, and, and do you have any advice for people looking at, at breaking in whether it's in tech or just in influencing in general we actually spoke about this last week yeah. I, think in, I think in tech um it's it's as simple as starting just whatever you've got around the house or whatever yeah. talk about it talk about the latest news what's trending in terms of tech if there's a phone that's coming out you don't have to get hold of it luckily these days anymore to to talk about it so for example when Apple launched their new iPhone um, last year, I was in there, but I still covered right. it just right in this room. Yeah, and right. I got just as much interaction with it online as right. people that were there, if not more. Um, so you can just do that. But as a content creator, which I prefer that term, yeah, in comparison sorry, yeah, influencer, yeah. it's yeah. more uh, to get into. You have to be passionate about creating content in the sure. first place. If you're not passionate passionate about it, there's no point. Yeah, because um, you have to get through that stage of, of, of producing it. And, yeah, yeah. And it never ends. Many people watching it and then also yeah, yeah. hopefully you break Because most people think, oh, it wants to start and I get to this point, that's it kind of thing. But yeah. there's no, for me, it never ends. You've it's never always, it. <laughs> no, it's always the next, what can I do to better what I've been posting last week or the week before? What can yeah. I do next month to be better? And what what's everyone else up to? What? you know, always learning and bettering yourself, yeah. kind of improving yourself. I think that's very important. And um I was gonna say to answer that question about how to get into it, one of the things that Tommy and I did ourselves uh, when we were starting out, you know, 10, 11, 12 years ago, is we got ourselves jobs at phone shops. Yeah. 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 So that we could get hold of those devices yeah. and we would we would be one of the first people to have them. Um, and that gave us a chance to get hold of the tech. Yeah. We wouldn't we didn't just ask for handouts, we didn't start emailing PR companies out of the mm -hmm. blue saying, Hey, I'm nobody, can I have a phone? Sure. Yeah. We got we got ourselves in a position to have that. We, even if I even before I worked in the phone shop, because you couldn't I couldn't work at Carphone until I was eighteen. Right. When I was sixteen, seventeen years old, I'd just go into Carphone and spend the day looking at the dummies yeah. and talking to their sales staff, learning about the specs, because that was how I could get hold of it. If you're not willing to do that, then you're not going to get any handouts. And I think people this, in this day and age forget that you can just practically go into a store, mm. hang out, talk to the staff, sure. learn some stuff. Like Tommy yeah. said, it's a constant education. You can't be stagnant in this industry because the tech moves so fast. Sure. So we're always learning. Do you think it's part of it is now finding your niche as well, John? Like you were talking about with the sneakers, like yeah. finding. Because yeah. I mean, tech is, it is. It's very, like when I started out, it's very quiet. Uh, quite it's not as saturated no, sure. as it yeah. is now um back then it was still very much traditional publications and news outlets and stuff and youtube wasn't even big back then i don't think anyone was really making money on yeah. youtube as mm. such um instagram didn't exist mm. twitter just about started kind of thing so now it's harder to get into it's very saturated so mm. it's nice to have your own niche into what you do for example i do car videos and yeah. before 
my angle back then was Kartek when Kartek wasn't even a thing. Sure. Like, but I saw that earlier on. And yeah, I, in my yeah. head, I was like getting it early now. So that by the time Kartek becomes self-driving and all this stuff becomes and there's massive and there's a focus on it, I wouldn't be like trying to get on the hype yeah. or, the, or the train for and that. You, and you do have to stick with it. I worked at two publishers, both of whom launched Kartek channels. One yeah, of them's yeah. still going, that's a CNET. And then we did one at Stuff. And it's, yeah, yeah. Uh, you, you've really got to, you've got to get in early, you've got to push hard that's on it, it as well. Keep become that guy or, or girl that's that's kind of the expert in that that's field. It. Yeah. That's it, that's Plus, it. Plus I think if you have, if there's a niche interest that you have, it's not going to be hard work to follow it because that's what yeah. you're into. That's what you're into yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So just yeah. own something that you really, really yeah. love and just like go, I've go got hard. a friend who's a developer, software developer, and that's his niche. Yeah. And he creates content around that. Yeah. Like teaching people how to code online and whatnot. That's that's tech as well. I think it's a really interesting point you made as well. We could do a whole episode on this, but yeah. it's still, it can be, it's a really good point on sort of making videos about stuff that you might not physically be at because, yeah. you know, especially yeah. companies like Apple, they have their set journalists yeah, and content yeah, yeah, creators who, who get invited to this stuff and that's right yeah, the, yeah. the whole other episode we could do is is a lot of that coverage te- that comes from that tends to be very positive yeah, yeah, and yeah. so you get some interesting YouTubers who are like you know the iPhone 11 isn't the greatest thing it's, yeah. it's you know it's overpriced com- in comparison to, the, to other phones yeah that's it you got, I cover it from home and yeah. eventually Apple reached out to right, start loaning right. me devices directly from them oh good you're in the club yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. but <laughs> previously it used to be I'd go to the networks right, or right. buy it myself on, yeah. con- on my upgrade on my contract and I'll cover the device that way yeah. like eventually for like unboxing and reviews and stuff yeah. but it took that long to get there yeah that's another example you have of, to keep of us doing it yeah, yeah. you know doing the thing not waiting for someone to give you a device Tommy would sit there and live stream tweet and make videos afterwards yeah. about the show so yeah. you could review the whole thing and also it's kind of better because your Wi-Fi is a solid connection. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> You've got You're somewhere to plug in your laptop. Yeah, that's, and that's also less pressure at that point to cover it or to do certain things. And to run to the display booth yeah, yeah, after the yeah. presentation. Yeah. At the comfort of my own. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny though, sort of for, for, for me coming from a sort of traditional media background and, and you, you guys as well, like, you, the the guys like yourself who are doing stuff on social media are always the first to make their dash to those new phones. Yeah. That's the, it. The I remember those media days. Sort of sit around and just yeah, like yeah, trying yeah. to play it cool. And oh yeah, I've, I've and, been through all that. Like yeah. and people that just meet me now, they don't know that history. But like you yeah. know, so funding myself fight. to elbows, funding myself to go to like MWC and like as soon as the con- uh, conference done, you, you're ready. You sat. You know where to sit so that you're first there and yeah, then you got yeah. the phone in front of you like camera there yeah. you're like this you're like so this has got this hands on you yeah. run away to edit it real quick upload yeah, yeah. it you're done and you're sweating and then you have to run to the next one and the next one yeah so. it's a real I mean we again we could do a whole podcast about this but it's a real you know when I was uh, working on a magazine you sort of you get you guys who were sitting in the bar at the hotel afterwards sort of dissecting it but everyone that's on you is up in their hotel rooms doing the that's videos it. for YouTube and it's all about the, being the first and, yeah, it's, yeah. and the you said hotel rooms is, you mean a box a box, yeah, Airbnb yeah. box somewhere where, yeah, where yeah. there's no like natural lighting. <laughs> hammering a yeah, a video out. The work yeah. ethic is insane. Like yeah, it's, yeah. it's relentless. And it's a yeah. it's a kind of thing that I think people don't appreciate because there is a glamorous side to it. We do get to have drinks afterwards sure. and we're around people that we know and we like. Yeah, yeah. There's that, but you have to do the work beforehand. Yeah. Yeah. You have to be relentless. When I was at Trusted Reviews, I mean they have you know, six people covering every aspect of the phone. Yeah. So you'd have someone just focusing on camera and battery, someone sure. else focusing mm-hmm. on screen. Sure. And everyone's hammering out their news stories. You've got a news editor who's just doing the news elements. You know, they're writing as it's coming out. Yeah. That piece goes live on the dot. Yeah. yeah. And and the average person isn't going to be willing to do it or work that hard to sure. make that happen. Sure. Yeah. So it, is, it isn't just, uh, I, I guess that's part of the reason why Tommy and myself kind of resent being called an influencer in a sense, because mm. it implies, uh, what do you call it? 
people that just turn up and yeah. make it make it look good. Right. It's, Hashtag it's, lifestyle. That's all right. Whereas, like, right. as a creator, I have to grind and yeah, I have yeah, to yeah. put in the hours. And right. you know, we're up first thing in the morning when we have to get to a presentation. Sure. But we were out until last last at night celebrating and yeah. part of the launch and enjoying it. So you yeah, have to yeah. do both. Yeah, the, the the hustle is kind of one of the things that I've noticed about you two the most. It's that sort of, you know, again, coming from traditional media where the, the separation between editorial and, and commercial is, for, for many reasons, it's a good thing, but but there's that there is that separation. But for you guys, you're just you're just on it. You're just like on it all the time. And it's it's, yeah. it's amazing to see that hustle. Yeah, it's a, uh, thank you. <laughs> what about what about um, things that are exciting you at the moment? At the moment, what are you into in tech? Um, we spoke ahead of the show about folding phones. Yeah, yeah. So for, for 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 me, smartphones are they've become so stagnant in terms of whether it's design, whether it's uh, even specs. Specs hasn't really changed it much still. Yeah. Um, so for me, fold, foldable devices, mm-hmm. I love them. Five uh, G, I'm excited about as well. That's that's the next level in connectivity and yeah. it's all about speed bandwidth and latency and that those and are important is the biggest issue yeah, yeah. bandwidth is very important but also when it co- when it comes to the the use cases like gaming and yeah. like healthcare and you know remote, remote connectivity yeah. and driving connected cities like health the health bit med- medical bit is very exciting for me because it means that um, death rate for example will, be, will get reduced um, because for example if you imagine a connected city where a car can already diagnose mm. an accident before yeah. a doctor gets called so the right doctors there sure. the right equipment are ready before you get there due to connectivity alone sure. we've seen like demonstrations of remote surgery for yeah, example, yeah. where you've got a surgeon who couldn't be there that day because maybe right. they don't work on the weekend yeah. sure. but you've got a, a, a trainee surgeon or someone who's less experienced mm. can do it all remotely yeah. or even you could have them guiding machinery even yeah. just a you know, simple video crazy. video call so, so you, and you said bandwidth, so obviously you guys are uploading a lot of video content. Like, yeah. that's the key as well, is it? Well, I mean, it's just everything needs to be able to talk to each other. Yeah. And if you don't have to... One of the big things to me about technology, it doesn't need to be... It doesn't need to get faster. It doesn't need to get higher resolution. It needs to get out of our way now mm. and let us be more present. And right. that's the thing that I think technology needs to do sure. to make things... That for me is the future. Right. Technology, I don't have to hold. I don't have to think about going into my pocket, picking up my phone, doing a video call. I should be able to call it up in front of me and yeah. not touch anything. Yeah. And you need the bandwidth to be able to handle all of that data mm. in one in one clouded space yeah. um, that for me is a big thing so you, th- more, yeah. so you think it's a, the social side as well so so because the calls i get from the mainstream media about wanting a tech expert they're all about you know the impact that phones are having on young people and the amount of time that we're spending on them and whether there should be government regulations and yeah. privacy and all that sort of stuff so you think that's the big that's the big issue of, of our day yeah i think we, the sooner we can get devices out of our hands and our pockets mm. the better right i think people all over the world are realizing with the advancements we've made, we've lost a lot in mm. terms of human connection. Yeah. I think tech that can help us get away from all of that and get back to it, mm-hmm. uh, back to speaking face to face, even podcasts. Yeah. Podcasts are technically quite an old medium. Sure. But we've rediscovered it because it gets us face to face. And it gets us listening to people having conversations. I yeah. think that's a sign of things to come. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. Tommy, I, I cut you off. No, I, I can't, I can't <laughs> remember what I was going to say. <laughs> no, I was. I was um, I mean, no, we were talking about bandwidth and I was just going to say, yeah, like there's more and more people on smartphones and connecting to things now. Mm. And 
the more that happens, the more we, we end up not being able to connect yeah. because it's not enough. Tra- yeah, you're waiting for things uh, yeah. to happen. You're like, I'm on 4G, but I can't even connect because too many yeah. people are using it at the same yeah, time. Yeah. So 5G will improve that. Uh, but on the uh, you know, mental health, I was going to say mental health when it comes to being present and stuff. Yeah. I think, again, technology is driving issues with mental health with like young people sure. spending too much time on social media and that for kind sure. of stuff. But I think some of these platforms are trying and smartphone manufacturers are trying to reduce that with like well-being um, applications on phones like yeah. you can screen see time as screen stuff. time stuff so you can see how much time you've been spending on phone making you being aware of these things might help but yeah, yeah. but big government stepping in that's too much no. taking it too far right okay alright well we'll talk to uh, to these guys more shortly before we get into the show remember you can drop me an email at guy at guycocker.com let me know what you think of the show as well as who you'd like to see on upcoming episodes and please if you listen to the show remember to rate it or leave a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you're listening as it really helps new people to discover and find it Okay, we'll talk a little bit about some news this week. I picked out what I think are the week's biggest stories, but uh, John, we were talking ahead of the show just about uh, coronavirus and its impact on the camera industry. So 2020 was supposed to be a really, really huge year for the camera world, uh, particularly because it's an Olympic year, but also because this year's Olympics is scheduled to be in Tokyo, which is home turf for all of the camera companies, well, most of the major camera companies. And Canon this week announced that they've had to halt well, not like, not this week. In the last week or so, they've had to halt production at five facilities in in China, mm. and a lot of the other camera companies have had to do similar things, having to move production to Europe, having to move stuff to North America, and that all takes out a lot of a lot of their plans for the year yeah. are going to be completely screwed. Right. And again, like I said, because it's an Olympic year, this is where they were supposed to showcase all of their flagship cameras. We've seen the Canon 1DX Mark III now. We've seen Nikon's new flagship. The D6 has been announced. Uh, Canon are also about to announce the R5, which is their kind of flagship mirrorless camera full frame. And all of those camera technologies were supposed to be really showcased at the Olympics. And now we're talking about maybe the Olympics won't even happen because of the coronavirus. So that could be huge. So that's obviously a lot of uh, events are getting cancelled, not just in the tech industry. MWC, which I assume you both are going to go to. uh, Geneva Motor Show. Geneva Motor Show. Um, like a couple of developer conferences got cancelled as well. Yeah, so I, a few. I have to admit, I get so many notifications on my phone about coronavirus. I've kind of started to tune out a little bit. But it's you, becoming white noise. But you, <laughs> but you think, obviously, it's very serious. You think there is a chance I mean, that the Olympics themselves might. So, I, I've been yeah. hearing a lot of conversation from brands that are part of the Olympics, part mm. of the sponsorship of the Olympics, and they're very concerned that it could be either scaled back significantly yeah. or cancelled altogether. Yeah, and I mean, from a from a selfish point of view, I was really looking forward to seeing, you know, what. What was, what was coming in the camera world. We're, look, we're talking about 8K mirrorless cameras potentially yeah. coming from Canon. Um, they've finally woken up to, to 8K and yeah. well, definitely 4K video. Fujifilm have just announced the X-T4, mm-hmm. which has 4K uh, 60 inbuilt, 15 frames per second, um, t- 26 megapixel sensor. Mm. And that also has 240 frames per second full HD. Right. Uh, there's a lot of crazy camera technology sure. coming out, but whether we'll be able to get hold of it this year mm. is going to be one thing because they've got the, they've produced the, the prototypes yeah. and the models, but production is going to be hit. So yeah, yeah. we don't know. Maybe these cameras will be pushed back to next year. Right, okay. So it could have a major impact. In terms of shipping, at least. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's going to be felt across the whole industry, but your interest is in cameras. So you, that's your good <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's affects smartphones a lot. I think it kind of exposes the the level at which the power that China has yeah. over yeah. Our, our reliance on... Yeah, yeah. On, yeah. On so like whether it's manufacturing, whether it's... Uh, I don't assembly, even, assembly everything is crazy yeah, like yeah. smartphones 
uh, especially MWC, like so many Chinese companies are going to be there, but yeah, got pulled. Well, one, one such uh, Chinese manufacturer is uh, Huawei. They've um, uh, shown off the Mate XS. Have you guys yeah. played yeah, with so this? I, yeah, this? I saw that. Um, I played with it as well. It's actually really nice. Right. I like the look um, of it. So this is just a, just to clarify, it's just the, their their folding phones, their second second generation one. Second generation yeah. uh, of the folding phone. Uh, um, crazy price tag of two thousand five hundred euros. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous it's com- considering it doesn't have. Yeah. <laughs> It doesn't have Google services. Right, which is the other um, on there. element we need to yeah. discuss. Yeah. But I think they kind of use it to uh, as a lo- launch pad for the next generation of what they want to be doing, right. which is launch their own app store, get yeah. more developers on board, right. show that they're still exciting as a brand. Yeah. Uh, so don't forget us due to what America's up to or sure. even coronavirus for that sure, matter because sure. they're a Chinese brand. Um, but the May XS itself is actually quite nice. Shame yeah. about the price. Yeah. Um, but I actually really like it. I'm not sure about the wraparound in terms of the way it folds. Right. Because it's not protected. Right. So if you're putting that in your pocket. Crease, um, no, it's still, it's still got, you still got a crease there. Le- I mean, you can see it, but it was less visible for me. No, no, it's still the same. It's still the same as the fold in terms of crease. Because you, you guys do a lot of phones. So, so the yeah. first, the first what I saw the first generation Huawei, and it was pretty much the best of those early folding ones. The Samsung yeah. one, you know, had its own problems, obviously. Yeah, which yeah, were, yeah. Which were well publicized. But um, do you not think there's a market for like, I mean, it says it all. The the only Samsung one that I've seen the Galaxy Fold in the wild is is from someone who works at Samsung. But um, do you think there's a market for these premium, you know, two and a half grand? Because um, there is an element of like no one else has got this right now. I yeah, want to yeah. show off a little bit. Yeah, know? yeah. That's I think such a niche I think that yeah. sort that sort of price is quite it's expensive. But when you think about R and D that goes behind this yeah, product, sure. it's ridiculous. Sure. This is why they can justify the pricing, sure. which I understood a bit more because the Mate XS doesn't have Google services. So you go, okay, if mm-hmm. it doesn't have that, and you still price it as if it does. Right. Then it's not mainly about software, is it? It's more. Literally just the hardware. But I think the problem they're going to run into is the average consumer doesn't care about R and D and doesn't no. know they don't what know goes that. into producing sure. these devices. That's our job to sure. tell people yeah, yeah, what yeah. goes into that development. Sure. So they see a phone that's two and a half thousand pounds with yeah. you know a worse camera spec and last year's processor yeah. and a small battery. They're going to go well. Why the yeah, hell am I paying two thousand pounds for that? Yeah. I could get the to, latest iPhone for half the price. Yeah. To be yeah. fair, to be fair to them though, whether it's the Fold or the um, the May XS, they have the latest. Hardware in They've done well. Same Motorola, like latest processor. So well, Fold has got the last Snapdragon processor, but it's still right. premium processor. Right. Motorola, not so much. Samsung Galaxy Z Flip or Flip Z, whatever. Mm-hmm. That one is basically S10 yeah. in a foldable format. Yeah, yeah. But my issue is they're taking foldable as well too far in the sense of like, it's not solving any problems. Right. So like the Flip for me, it looks good. Don't get me wrong, but I wouldn't spend money on that because when it folds or unfold, what problem is it solving in my pocket? Well, is it's it, bigger is it not- in your pocket when you fold it. That's what's ridiculous. When you fold it, yeah, what you no, feel no, is chunky. It, that's what I'm saying. That's more yeah. of an imprint oh, okay, okay. on my pocket. Yeah. That's but, not solving yeah. anything. But like, if it's the same size as my iPhone 11 Pro when it's unfolded, then. I'm not complaining about that. Well, you so see, you don't you don't feel as though it's, so, it's solving the kind of problem where you carry both a phone and a tablet around, and then you just no, no. no. Like I the think Fold solves that problem. Yeah, yeah. Galaxy Fold, the May XS, uh, those are foldable tablets. Yeah, in my they're head. not foldable. They're phones. not foldable phones no, because one minute it's a foldable bigger device, next minute it's back to normal yeah. as what I'd, I'd, I'd have in my pocket anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, but I like it. I like it though. But the right. flips, the flips. I think they're trying to appeal to a young market because it's yeah. cool. So these are the Motorola ones, the Razor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that one, for example, um, they they actually believe it's more for females. Right. Okay. So to speak, so like that's who they're marketing. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, they they won't say that out loud though. I heard okay. that from someone else yeah. uh, because they found that when they presented it to their you know focus groups, mm. females are more attracted to that, and they also design it to look a bit like when you take your makeup. 
uh, oh, yeah. the mirrors and stuff. Sure. Yeah, with the mirror and the powder sure. bit. Okay. It, it resembles that in a, right, in a sense. Right. I was like, hmm. You okay. can tell I'm, I'm the colour they're going for as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I'm going to be like, okay, well, whatever. Yeah, sure. <laughs> but the sure. Motorola one, I get that's from a nostalgia yeah. uh, perspective. Yeah, a lot of people had that phone and really yeah. liked it and have fond memories about it. But, but, but a lot of people had the Nokias and they sort of, that was a huge deal at MWC about yeah. four years ago yeah, yeah, and then yeah, they yeah. sort of came it's out. And no I've got two of them. I've got the 3G and the normal version somewhere. I haven't touched it since, but. I like yeah. them. Yeah. But I think one of the interesting things is that the hot pink, yeah, the Motorola Razr hot pink is one of the greatest phones, well, most popular phones of all time. Mm. And they've brought back this Razr, which is supposed to hark back to that, but they haven't brought it out in hot pink. Right. That's a big miss. <laughs> right, or even right. the gold. The yeah, gold the version gold was, was, was popular back then. Yeah. But they haven't done it, so yeah. I don't know what's going on there. They should be They should be getting you on, I'm just, uh, on this. Genre. I'm just waiting for LG to bring back the chocolate. One, yeah. <laughs> one thing I would say about it, though, that, that was quite a bit of a surprise is in, like, I mean, this is behind the scenes of the tech world, right? Yeah. So when, when they first introduced it, a lot of the tech journalists were like, almost creaming themselves over it like oh my god this really is amazing excited. blah 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 which one, which one the lg the, the, razor, no, the, the razor. razor but when they actually got it as a review devices then the truth started coming up sure. so you're like wait you were the same guys <laughs> that played with it last week in, right, pre, in pre-brief <laughs> yeah. you know you should have just be honest and be like guys no don't don't let the emotional side of it of like yeah. oh my god nostalgia right because i'm wondering how many people went and bought it yeah based on based on that. those uh, pre-review yeah, yeah. situation and then when the reviews came out people are like oh damn you I told me have... to buy this phone and now you hear it but do you, <laughs> but do you not feel like the pace of the, this industry is such that you know you, you do go to an event and you get excited yeah. about something and then it's it's literally on to the next thing I, like, I, I have a flow of work which yeah. is I go to an event I pick up the device I take pictures I share mm. it and be like this is what it's got here's all the specs yeah. I have no opinion about it yet it might be the base level of, oh, sure. it looks good. The screen looks great, whatever. But then I have to live with it for at least a month or so sure. before a review goes up. Because sure. then things that I pick up, I don't read about it in, in reviews. Yeah. Like the Galaxy Fold, for example, reviews went up. People, you know, praised it or whatever, the new version yeah. that is. Uh, but I had one for a while and the inch started like becoming squeaky yeah, based yeah. on my, you know, frequent news. Yeah. And like it was, you had to be of playing it. Yeah. But I didn't read about it anyway. I'm like, because right. you guys did your review two weeks. Right. This is one right, of the right. things I think that separates what Tommy and I do and from what traditional outlets and other people are doing is that we're not in a rush to get reviews out. Right. We're happy to stand by and let people get out their early opinions, which they can't actually say as a real review. Mm. They haven't reviewed the product. Yeah. You have to use it as a consumer. That has to be the phone you use yeah. for at least three to four weeks yeah at least three to yeah. four weeks because like tommy said things do change with the device sure um you know you start installing all of your apps yeah it slows down yeah. the battery life will be impacted sure yeah. once i'm living with the phone i'm using it as i've been using my last phone for the last year or so sure then you'll see new things and, and that's when you can genuinely say i've reviewed the phone as somebody who's going to buy it that's yeah. much that's much bigger on social media platforms that idea of six months with three months with yeah, or yeah, how yeah. does this new phone compare to you know how yeah, does yeah. how does the um how, how does the latest samsung compare to the iphone oh, now? Yeah, yeah. And i find those that, more valuable yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but for but i mean it's an, it, again this is a sort of insidery podcast the, the the issue with it is is there's a race there's an arms race to get those reviews up live before everyone else and mm. you've got companies like future now who own pretty much all of the big tech websites apart from cnet so um that the, the you know you put samsung um s20 review into google and 10 of those first results are all future on site so yeah. that's the game isn't it i guess yeah, but you're, yeah you're saying it's the kind of kind of needs to change i, I mean you're pleasing the algorithms but yeah, what you yeah. Doing for not the audience, actual audience yeah. And what you, you forget why you started phones. in the first place yeah, yeah. i think is, the difference yeah. is like tommy and i are people sure and yes. we have audiences who we feel 
we've built and we're accountable yeah. to. Yeah. I don't want to tell people something's awesome if it really isn't or if I haven't actually tried it. Mm, I don't yeah. think that's fair. Yeah. Whereas, you know, some of the larger websites, they have to please their advertisers and they have to compete for budget. Oh, yeah. And we don't have to do that. Yeah, so we've sure. got, we're kind of free to be more honest about how yeah. how our experiences are. And I think that's why we've built an audience because people trust what we say. Sure. They might go on CNET and on, I don't know, Tech Radar yeah. and read. they'll read their reviews. And I think a lot of audiences have become savvy and they, they take a lot of it with a pinch of salt mm. and they'll wait for YouTubers and people who take their time sure. to come out and give a real lived with opinion sure. and compare it to the iPhone 7. You know, the iPhone 11 versus iPhone 7 is a more, is for me, a more relevant comparison yeah. than all of the iPhone 11 versus 10, which came out the day of. Yeah. Because most people didn't have the iPhone 10. But most to, people waited. But to play devil's advocate as well, there, there is there are certain tech tech uh, bloggers and, and uh, content creators who will create headlines that are like, this is the worst <laughs> thing ever. Yeah. Click, so it's not, not, not accusing you two <laughs> yeah, of this, yeah. but like... Clickbaits. We know clickbaits. a couple guys. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, people do do uh, clickbaits, unfortunately, because they... So they do have to please the algorithms as well yeah. uh, to get. I mean, I'm thinking of uh, specifically on box therapy, and some of yeah. them are really interesting and really good, right? They're like yeah. the latest but, iPhone has has got a horrible problem where it breaks or yeah. where it bends. To be know? fair to that guy though, he he has his no his own niche, which is unboxing yeah. products, yeah, and yeah. he might do something ridiculous. Yes. So and you, I should you, say I really like his stuff. Like yeah, his, yeah. You become stuff. you you expect that from his channel. Yeah. So that's fine, but you do have the ones that are quite obvious, like oh, 30 days in, but oh my god, I'm switching. Yeah. You like last week, you yeah. switching as you well. Again. Like Next the iPhone week. 11 has a huge fault yeah, yeah. that no one's talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're, they're interesting, but yeah, obviously those, those uh, headlines are oh, quite clickbaity. Right, uh, yeah, yeah. what, what do you think about uh, about this next story? So this is um, Apple have settled in the US at least yeah. the iPhone slowdown case. So $500 million class action lawsuit uh, it equates to basically $25 for each. For each user, user. Yeah, yeah. Are they so going to get it back though? Well, so the judge needs to the judge needs to sign that. What are Apple going to get it back? Or? No, I mean the no, people that bought it. Yeah, 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 I think so. So the judge needs to sign off on it, basically. But they've set up this settlement because yeah. the US obviously is incredibly litigious, and uh, they put this this fund aside rather than taking it through the courts. So basically, you're going to get if you had an iPhone six or seven, I think it is, right. you, get, you can get twenty five dollars so, back, which is twenty twenty pounds, not very much. Yeah. So what do you think? Is that a? But I've got two questions enough. though. Like, <laughs> yeah. hey, like, hey, how are they gonna? manage that so if i had a iphone 6 in the us mm. how do i claim that back do Probably i just get do i just get a notification that just comes up saying are they going to give me actual cash are they going to give me redeem redeemable code which then goes yeah. back in their pockets anyway because yeah. i'm i can yeah. only use to buy apps and god knows what i would imagine you'll have to go through like a lengthy form putting in your details so you get a check sent to you which yeah. they hope they won't, you want cash and yeah it's it's and, and obviously then, and then secondly what about the guys in the uk or the rest of the world that also bought the phone that slowed our phones down yeah. too. So now what? I've not got it in my notes, but there was another, there was a European, I think it might have been Germany, there was a European, another European country that had had a similar ruling. And right. It hopefully happens this year because otherwise you won't get it. Yeah, exactly. That's true. <laughs> what, what, uh, we're, getting, <laughs> yeah, we're getting into Brexit now. What, um, what do you think? I mean, do, did you think this was a big issue in general? Are I you, think first of all, are you an iPhone user? Have you, uh, I have an yeah, iPhone, have but I only use it for Instagram. Okay. Um, but I, I was calling this a lot out before it before the class action was announced. Right, um, it's something that I'd noticed a lot of iPhone users that have been writing to me saying 
how come my phone's always dying just before an upgrade comes out? And I thought, this is a pattern of behavior yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. that can't be unique to like yeah. the couple of people that message me. It became a joke. Yeah, it became like a joke. Every, oh, every launch event, they're like, oh, I'm ready down. for my phone to slow <laughs> down again. Right, yeah. Yeah. September time. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'm glad it's happened. I'm yeah. glad that Apple have been called out for it. But then did you hear their reasoning behind it? Well, it was sixth and battery life, was it? They, oh. No, they initially said That's that. That's one of right. them. But after the ruling, they said that they, was, they admitted to slowing it down because they were worried that phones would die suddenly because of an update. Right. But I'm like, but you do the updates. Yeah, yeah. yeah right. It's right. your, it's it your software, it's your right. hardware. Right? It, you, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. not like it's not like it's a Samsung where Android's all of us like Google all of a sudden release yeah. something. Do their own thing and, and yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. So um, they're entirely control of, in control of the ecosystem. For me, so for me that reasoning is completely bonkers. Yeah. yeah. It seems like a small f- sum per person for you know, what is it what probably was yeah, a thousand dollar phone. When they yeah, if it. you if you consider A how much they paid for the phone mm. initially and B, those people that then ditched that phone yeah. to then go spend another sure. like six hundred pound plus on another phone because sure. of that. So Apple are laughing either way. Yeah, it's dropping the ocean yeah. for, for Apple. They should are what you, they should what they should really do is say you've got a free upgrade for the iPhone twelve. Yeah. I mean that would be humongous, wouldn't it? I mean you forced me to upgrade ten phones if yeah. I've been an iPhone user right. since they came out. Right. Give me a free upgrade. See if I upgrade. if I was them though, see me personally, I would have settled for them just putting their hands up and going, Yes, we did this, we're sorry. We won't do it again. Right. We won't do it again. Well yeah, I think some of that it did affect their PR yeah. and, and obviously they're going hard on what happens on your iPhone stays on your iPhone, the security benefits of, of yeah. iOS and all that sort of stuff now. But yeah, I mean, it, it was it was a bad PR yeah, exercise. They could have just held their hands up and just apologised. Yeah. And they just, did try to hide it, didn't they? Originally? Yeah, yeah, like that's the, you know you if you're not too big to fail. No, which sure. is what they keep going for. What do so. you while we're on the topic? What do you? What's your daily driver? What's your? Uh, at the moment, I've got the S twenty Ultra five G. So the S twenty Exynos the version. Very, yeah, very top uh, end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a beefy phone. Yeah, yeah. Beefy phone, and I've, I've still got my 11 Pro just because I always use one iOS and one Android right, okay. at all times. Okay. Yeah. So, you, I mean, I've looked around. There's quite a few phones around here. So, yeah. you, so you, you, <laughs> you go with one Android, <laughs> one iOS. Yeah, just yeah, to sort of keep yeah. yeah. So, the Android is always where everyone I'm reviewing because yeah. iPhones are not, they don't come out that often sure. anyway compared to Android devices. So, yeah, I always have those two just to keep in the loop and also uh, compare. And do you have um, a, do you, do you, I mean, you still, you still like using iPhones? You're, I like you're, both. Um, they, they have their plus and the negatives and positives. Yeah. Like the iPhone's great with AirDrop. So I edit a lot on my laptop, on my MacBook Pro. Yeah. So I tend to AirDrop stuff straight to my iPhone. Yeah. yeah. Um, especially if it's like a sponsored content. Yeah. Because yeah. if it's going on Instagram stories, Android crushes your, uh, the compressed quality. So right, yeah. I always keep it iOS for that. And that's, that's probably what you were getting at yeah, as well, right? That's why I have my yeah. iPhone just for that. Exactly oh, that. So, but in terms of flexibility is Android because I can, if I, if we filmed a car or something yeah. and we well, flew a drone, I can plug my stuff straight into my phone yeah. via USB-C, drag yeah. them straight to Lightroom. I can edit on the go. Yeah. It's, Great. Leave the laptop behind. I'm, yeah. I'm going to throw a, a gaming story. I've seen you've got a Switch here, Tommy, and yeah. the PlayStation, I think, as well. Uh, <laughs> it's got everything. Just because the, Baf- <laughs> the BAFTA game, it has basically <laughs> got everything. Yeah. The BAFTA Game Awards were uh, just announced this morning, so right. at the time of recording. So um, have you play- have you played either Death Stranding or Control? So you- Death Stranding, I was super excited yeah, I haven't played about. any of those yet. And have you um, played it? Or? I haven't had a chance to play it right, yet, right. but that's the Norman Reedus. Yeah, Norman like. Reedus, uh, Hideo Kojima, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. he left uh, Konami to yeah, set up his like, you know, The guy behind the greatest franchise of all time, Metal Gear Solid. Yeah. And I think when I saw the previews of that would have been, was it, it would have been four years ago now. Oh, yeah, yeah. And the first previews of yeah. Death Stranding was just Norman Reedus walking on a beach. Yeah. Um, I was really with a baby. About it. It, was, exactly. it was super out there, yeah. But like the vi- visually, it's so rich yeah. as a game, and I'm I'm really I mean I'm surprised it didn't get best game to be honest. Yeah, well, it's been it's been very divisive with um, with critics. The reason I wanted to talk about this is is I don't I 
um, vote on the BAFTA games, so, so okay. the shortlist. And I think for, for that sort of game really appeals to people who make games and people who create games because it's quite out there. It's a, mm. it's a risk in a yeah. world of non-stop franchises, as is Control, the other game, actually, that's um, that's got the most nominations. But I think Death Stranding was still, it was very divisive. You either loved it or you hated it. So right. I have a friend who loves it but still calls it like delivery of the game. It's basically <laughs> just doing, just delivering stuff off and walking around. And it's, it doesn't seem that appealing to me, but it is, you know, it's got loads of, it's, it's, it's got Norman Reedus, it's got uh, Guillermo del Toro's in yeah. there and Lea Sedu. I think conceptually that game, for me, feels like it's ahead of its time. It's the kind of game that I feel like when VR really takes off mm. and you're not wearing a big headset, right, yeah. that's the kind of game people will be playing because yeah. right. you get fully immersed in that world. Similar, to, similar in a way to, um, what's that other game that doesn't really go anywhere, but you're in that world. It was huge. Not that long ago. The space one. Uh, you yeah, have make planets and stuff. What is that game? You have to make planets. Oh, yeah, that's about. No, that was a long time ago. Tommy knows exactly what I'm talking uh, about. I know exactly what I'm talking about because the demo day at E3, the first E3 that it I went was to, was it, on, was it on PlayStation? But there's no real purpose to the game. You can basically uh. just create a galaxy. Oh, I'm oh, sure I remember it, and it's like endless. Yeah. Like, you just, there's yeah. no ending oh. to the game, there's no storyline, and you could just sit there and just. I know, I know what game you're talking about though okay. that Whoever, was like one of those people listening like, well, I apologise yeah, now you're probably screaming this at me <laughs> but that game this yeah, is yeah. very similar in that there's no there's no, no storyline telling you what to do as such right but mm. it lets you kind of immerse yourself in a world yeah and I feel like those are games that people are going to really want want when VR is, is yeah, open yeah. and you can but yeah, they, really they usually get the hype when when they launch yeah for it's, like it's for like a year and idea. then after that you just don't hear about it what was it what was interesting i mean vr is what we're into probably year three of kind of those oculus yeah. um headsets yeah. being out i remember when i uh i, I joined stuff magazine i don't know three or four years ago uh, i had very much uh instilling in the team like write about what you're excited about put on the cover what you're excited about and at that point it was all about oculus and htc vive yeah, yeah. And it was our like lowest selling issue for you know for for that year. So I was like, because everyone felt like it was something people were into, and it yeah, has yeah. kind of dropped off, hasn't it? Because yeah, I was gonna say like it's that technology that we keep saying yeah 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 it'll, 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 mm. no, it's coming it's coming it's coming but we're like how many generations into these things now yeah. No Man's Sky No Man's Sky you, you played the, the VR game. version that's the one <laughs> that's the game that's no so Man's funny because it came out and then sort of died and they've totally re-engineered it yeah. it's like, like everyone's raving about it again yeah, yeah. That's yeah. it's, the like, game I was thinking it's like the game they should have oh yeah of course No Man's yeah. Sky it's like they should have released that version yeah. rather than disappointing everyone a few yeah. years ago but. I think people couldn't it couldn't live up to the hype going back to VR similarly doesn't mm. really live up to the hype because yeah. one of the biggest issues for me with VR is it needs to be immersive mm -hmm. and wearing a big headset and a backpack and holding weird things in my hands yeah takes you out of the illusion a yeah bit. yeah i know i know and you have to really kind of suspend your disbelief i think one of the best and i probably shouldn't recommend this but one of the best ways to play vr is drunk right because you do get into it yeah. in a way that you probably don't when you're sober mm. and you're fully aware of your surroundings yeah i mean some, uh, of, some of the best vr games i've played uh, my favorite games in general is, is a game called res and yeah. actually tetris effect and it has that sort of like put you puts you in a trance like state i yeah. guess mm. and i can imagine yeah if you had a, a couple of drinks it might well we be stayed a, at this uh, an arcade game hotel oh, yeah. and they had a VR room where in, you can kind in of the just, UK uh, it was in Amsterdam oh wow um, and you can they've got a room where you can just kind of let loose and play yeah. a VR game it's quite oh, cool amazing. you can have that yeah I've seen, um, and the bar's really close to that room that's, so. yeah. that's awesome <laughs> there's, yeah. a, there's a company called Zero Latency I think uh, yeah. they're based in Nottingham I think they've got one in London I can't remember yeah. uh, but it's it's so immersive you you play like because a, they set up like the whole the it's, space it's a well. room scale yeah um I'm talking like a warehouse yeah, yeah, yeah. scale size yeah. of, of a room and cool. you, you will all wear the goggles and stuff and a backpack yeah. and you can play shooting games but it's yeah. so immersive that 
when you're going up a, an elevator or lift in the you're UK, in <laughs> you feel like you're actually going up. You're moving up. Like yeah. you get lost in it and people scream and everything, like dodging. Like it's so funny to watch. I think I've seen that. I think they sell those, that, that experience on, you know. Yeah, those, yeah. there's those... a video on it on my, on my YouTube. So like oh, check okay. it out. Yeah, yeah. yeah like yeah. it shows you the graphics and like the way people are acting from the outside so you're like oh my god they actually so believe yeah. they're going upstairs <laughs> there's a there's a half-life game that's coming out next month which i'm really excited about yeah, yeah. that will probably get me into it yeah, yeah. i haven't played that in a long time yeah. it's just one of those games it's like when valve getting it you're like yeah, 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 yeah. i'm interested I'm now well, yeah, yeah. in terms of gaming while while we're on the topic i think what i'm excited about is the cloud gaming stuff so like okay. the microsoft project x yeah, yeah. and uh yes, yes, google's um google stadia google stadia yeah google stadia i've actually got one but i haven't set oh, have it up you? yet i've not actually i've not actually used it myself yeah, um, yeah i haven't I haven't set it up yet it's uh, the, the life of a content creator yeah um yeah, it's, uh, I mean, it's definitely the future, but it, yeah. I don't know if it, like Google Stadia seems, it launched with 23 games and it's only at 28 now. Yeah, it's sort yeah, of, yeah. It's still stalling it's still, a little yeah. bit. Like, but Project X Cloud yeah. though, that's, that's exciting. Yeah. Again, with that. that with 5G, yeah. we'll be on point. Absolutely, and yeah. playing on your mobile with an Xbox yeah, yeah. controller. I finally got through the beta um, waiting oh, yeah. wait yeah, list. Yeah. I've actually yeah. got access to it now and you can play more or less any games I've got on my Yeah xbox account already i can just set it up and play it on the go and it's i can cool. connect my xbox to xbox controller to my galaxy fold yeah again this is a good reason for a foldable yeah, device because yeah, yeah, yeah. i can just get on the tube yeah you know I, not in the tube because there's no internet well, right yeah here, but, in between but on the train yeah once they yeah. sort that I out mean, the cool that would be amazing one of the things that's happening in the uk a lot with um with the rollout of 5g and wi-fi is cities and areas are now getting wi-fi i just got um in my local news they said that the whole of portobello mm. is going to be getting wi-fi all oh, right yeah. so like you will be able to sit yeah, out yeah. in the park and like you within your virgin ah, you connect yeah. to virgin media yeah yeah Oh, oh can you not? <laughs> yeah, so um, so yeah, VR's cool. Maybe not there yet. And, yeah, not uh, there yet. It's, it keeps coming. It's like those. You know, when you talk about London, you're like, oh yeah, that area's up and coming. Yeah, like, it's been up and coming for the last ten years. <laughs> yeah. When is he going to be cut? When is he going to came? When is he going to be? Is there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Wi-Fi's cool though, and that's great. I mean, that's uh, but five G as well is going to help you be able to game anywhere, and you will be able to play Halo, or whatever yeah. it's going to be. That'll be exciting. Yeah, it's interesting how Microsoft sort of turned itself into just this amazing cloud company. Yeah. Yeah. itself similar to apple and uh, i mean Amazon. microsoft under uh what's his name so, yeah, yeah it's it's become a, a a business where they 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 look into the future yeah and they prepare for I, it they're ready have, for it i wouldn't have guessed that though when they were sort of you know axing their phone yeah, yeah, line yeah. and stuff they I really think, like and, and i genuinely think that's part of his doing as well because he's like if we're not going to concentrate on that slack it off yeah like, there's no need but um, also he's like smart enough to be like there's there's a load of money and i think they got the um the us uh nsa contract to yeah yeah cloud and, and that's how they become you know, yeah, yeah, a trillion yeah. dollar Which, company what, amazon and apple are fighting insane. over as well. yeah yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> awesome. i think one of those things with, with microsoft they've tried to spread themselves too thin for too long mm. and it was about time that they started kind of pulling it back, back and saying guys what do we do really really well yeah. yeah yeah xbox is definitely one of those things mm. and cloud, you know, cloud services in general definitely one of those things yeah so let's yeah. just do that amazingly yeah, they yeah, don't yeah. make phones that anyone cares about yeah, yeah. so that's why they stopped although they do out. have on they do have two new phones <sighs> they need that's to stop. amazing <laughs> have they <laughs> not gonna two, lie it's he's got he's running android right, and right. um oh, one, yeah, one, course, yeah, yeah one's running android one's yeah. running uh, a slimmer slimmed down version made for foldable devices um i can't remember the exact name forgive me but um the their duos like the oh, duo cool. it looks amazing not like yeah. it's it's, it's slick the design looks amazing yeah. it's like having a surface book pro yeah 
in a mini miniature. I do really like their tablets. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and the PCs not, in general, actually, yeah. the laptops are really well made. And it's it's like foldable, but not foldable. So it doesn't have flexible display or anything like right. that. But it's two halves right. of of display, which looks really good. They've I think done. I've, I think I've seen. I think we we were maybe at the there was a briefing from their head of I've forgotten the, the, his name. Um, their head of industrial design or whatever. Right, came right. to London and, and showed it off. It did oh, look right. really good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we we I was at the launch event. Yeah. Uh, in in New York, I think. Yeah, oh, wow. New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was. I'm I'm excited about that actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's another foldable. Yeah. Uh, well, that's it for this week's news. But uh, what would you like us to cover on a future show? Let me know by reaching me on Twitter where I'm at Guy Cocker or via email where I'm Guy at GuyCocker.com. Uh, all right, so the, uh, as part of a regular feature on the show, I want to talk to my guests about what's in your bag, what can't you live without. Uh, we've already touched on Android versus iOS, but um, what are your what are your gadgets that you can't live without? What's in your bag right now if we were to pull it out? Um, right now, I've got my S20 Ultra. So you like that? I mean, that's, I like that. that. I, can, I can do without it, don't get me wrong, yeah, but yeah. that's in my pocket all the time yeah. just because I'm reviewing it at the moment. But in my bag, I'd always have my... Film camera. I've yeah. always I've got back into film. Okay. Um, and Shout I've got my. Your Instagram as well. uh, I've got Gadgets Boy Film, which is dedicated to just my film just photography. Film photography. Okay. Um, and then my Lumix S1. Yeah. With a 50 mil 1.4. We call it the Mourinho. It's the Mourinho. The Mourinho. Like, it's the chosen one. <laughs> that lens. Right. 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 It's, it's a special one. Wow. It's, it's a special one. Yeah. <laughs> that that camera setup is amazing. Every time I, I can't remember last time I take I took uh, photos on my camera. Yeah. And I, I look at it, I'm just excited to yeah, yeah, yeah. edit and post it. Yeah. It's, just, it's so good for your, portraits. So your good. photos are really good, actually. Out and about around London. Yeah. 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 Just, yeah. It's it's They're the one really... that's always in my bag. Even if I don't, even if I'm not sure if I'm going to shoot today or not, it's yeah. just in my bag ready to go. And then I've got an adapter. Take the memory card out. Take put in my phone ready to go. Yeah, and that yeah, stuff, yeah, yeah. But those are the two main things I'd say that are in my bag. Okay, they're, they're the go-to two cameras. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm my hand sanitizer. Okay, for <laughs> hashtag coronavirus <laughs> or whatever. Has that always been around? Or is that just... <laughs> no, You've no, got a fancy even, mask as well. Even more, yeah. I've got a fancy. I don't. I don't. I've, I get really self-conscious wearing, it, even though it doesn't look obvious. Right. I've got this. Um, I forgot the rating. It's like N95 or something. Yeah, I don't know. He's got a filter in it built in, yeah. but it looks like a snood or whatever they call oh, like yeah, a scarf. Yeah, yeah. So I like, think I've seen your uh, picture. I put it, put yeah. it on stories and like yeah. people message me like, what's that? I was like, it's actually a mask for that's quite like, cool. bacteria that's quite and clever. like dust and all that stuff. So, so who, who's making those? Are they... uh, it's a random brand I found right. on Amazon. Okay. Yeah, it's quite expensive, like 60 pounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But hey, it's it's, good it's, to either, it's either going to be a massive pandemic or I'm ready when trolls, when so, yeah. if that does happen. <laughs> no, it's, uh, it's bleak. What about you, John? Uh, me, I've got the S1 as well in my yeah. bag. Uh, but I also I've got an adapter with it, so I can use my Sigma lenses. Okay. And I'm in love with the 35 mil. Yeah. Uh, f 1.4, I think it is. Yeah. Uh, so I use that and the 50, and then I've got the Lumix S24 to 105 f4. Okay. Uh, so I need a lens range. Yeah, I yeah. don't have a phone that can zoom a hundred times. So <laughs> that's, the, that's the that's the S20 headline feature. I don't it? have yeah. the S20. Um, yeah. So I've got that camera. I'm using the uh, the OnePlus Seven Pro at the moment. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I'm persevering with it because I feel like like I get a lot of questions about it. Yeah, and I want to live with it for a long amount of time and let people know what it really is like. What do you get questions? Because people who you have OnePlus phones so love them, don't they? With OnePlus phones, um, they built a community around around the brand, and they've kind of. In a similar way that Apple have, they've managed to get away with cutting a lot of corners, I feel, mm. uh, because they've built a community. Right. And so they've been able to make the prices really competitive because they'll give you a really good camera, yeah. but then they'll be they'll scrimp on a processor or right, right. a battery. So I'm looking at the way, I'm looking now at 
looking from this film backwards mm. and seeing where I've noticed and cut the corners. Yeah. I feel like when the next film comes out, I'll be more better positioned to speak about that. Mm. Um, so that's what I've decided with that phone. Because uh, it was quite a, a lot of buzz around it. Yeah. And going back to the sort of the th- one plus three, probably that, that era, yeah. they were like 400, 450, 500 pound phones. And people, when they got them were like, it's, a, it's so good well, for that mm. money. And it's mm. sort of, gradually shifted upwards haven't they in terms yeah. of the price it's... I mean even they don't they, we, they were always about having just one device yeah. for the year and yeah. now they released two a year that's right least. that's right Yeah. so I feel like they've lost a lot of their ethos and I'm trying to mm. kind of see where they're cutting those corners sure yeah. um, so I'm using that okay. I've got my iPhone 10 um, my Marshall headphones yeah, uh, the, oh, yeah. The but they Marshall. just they just had an event right they, yeah. they just are these, yeah, these the are new? ANC 2 oh yeah okay I've actually had a couple of issues with mine so I'm persevering with those as well okay like, one of the things with me i don't want to use just the best things i think for me it's good to really live with stuff yeah explore yeah the issues go through the help desk when there's problems because i want to be able to i'm mm. the kind of person when you google i've i've had an issue with this i'm one of those threads that normally come up on the samsung forum or because right, right. i'm the person who answers finds the answer and and then shares the answer with oh, everyone wow. else. okay okay because uh, i think it's helpful and I, like i said i have access to those people so i make the most of it it's an interesting point that that, w- that you just said about you know not using what you might say the best or the most expensive stuff yeah. in the category yeah. because quite often you do end up like i'm using the sony headphones i love, yeah, them, I love them but they're like so what how much do the marshalls cost they are two around 270 okay yeah. Yeah, so yeah. they're not quite the, what the most expensive ones maybe the bmws or at least yeah. in that yeah. in that sort of but they, they're, they're trying world. to play in the world of your the, the sony that you've got yeah i forgot the full name w i always some, forget some, xm3 xm3 something yeah. like that and then the bose qc35 yeah, mark, mark two, two yeah. but for me to to play in that field <laughs> Your active noise cancellation have to come to come correct, and it's not. And it's not. <laughs> I think it's fine. Yeah. I think it's it's not bad. Yeah. Um, where it goes wrong for me is like we use you, you pointed it out because at first I was like because I haven't used my Bose in a while, mm. so I, I forget that it, they do that as well. So like the yeah. wind noise. Yeah. yeah so yeah. especially when when you when you notice it more is when when you get on the on the ground yeah. here and when the trains come in, you know, it pushes the wind through yeah. the tunnel. Yeah. So that wind is like like through the yeah it's like you're in the wind tunnel basically yeah, you can yeah. still hear it even with active noise cancellation on and that's a really good test for in, yeah. like comparison with yeah. the Ubose and, and the Sony and Sony's, that's yeah. where it kind of like flops a little bit for me yeah because you take it for granted because the noise cancellation on this even when it's windy exactly it's, it's really um, and then also if you're playing in that field there's something that the Sony and the Bose do now which is when you get on the flight they've got this uh, I've got the official name for it so like oh, you they can, listen to it not even that so you can reduce the so, um, the, the pressure, pressure air pressure yeah. oh yeah yeah, yeah. Which I really like because that gives me headache on flights. Yeah, on the previous yeah, yeah. QC thirty five, I had to take them off yeah. every now and then just to like release the yeah, yeah. air pressure a bit. And these don't do that, so I think this is more of a lifestyle. I hate that word. <laughs> lifestyle right. headphone pair of headphones, yeah. but it gives you the basics that you'd get. I love the yeah. design at that level. And yeah, yeah they look really nice. Yeah. Like when I wear them, people do ask for like where they're from. That, I haven't seen those. That's before. what I'm calling a lifestyle because yeah. I think it looks out of the three of them, it looks the best. Yeah. Way. And I like the little toggle, the color scheme, and like yeah. Yeah, even the way the cable sort of exposes a bit. That's the only headphones I would forgive. Yeah. In terms of it exposed cable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It works. And little fake tear on the on the fake leather thing that they've yeah. got. Going oh, on. that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, I think so anything really nice. to just get away from AirPods as well. I mean, they become so dominant, oh, right? They become you know, I've never so... owned one. 
I mean, I've not, I've not owned any either, actually. I'm and not there's something about the users. Uh, yeah, I'm judging. I'm <laughs> judging. Right. I'm judging the users. <laughs> Even when you're not using it, you still got it in. It's. Yeah. Um, and I was talking to Mike Saw the other day. You know Mike, right? Mike Saw from uh, Pocketland. Yeah. Um, Sorry, from um, uh, freelancing. Yeah, freelancing. He's, he used to he be is, at wearables. He is Mr. Wearable King yeah. and hearable. <laughs> and uh, we were talking about. He's like, if I get into a meeting and someone kept it on, I will literally tell them to take it off before we start the meeting because it's so annoying to look at. Like, why have you still got it on? It was. I mean, give them credit. They when it was announced it looked ridiculous but it's become such a kind of iconic thing now. It's made thing millions of millions of dollars. Well, yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm going to get, I was on, I think the Financial Times, I'm going to get it wrong but it's something like, they've got 60% in the market or something yeah, like that. It's crazy. Like, it's got to like, be yeah, more yeah. than half. Yeah. They're everywhere. It's, in, I mean, it's insane. Yeah, like you can walk up on that street now, guarantee someone's got one yeah, yeah, walking yeah. past. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. yeah, there's, yeah, I'm judging you guys. Take, <laughs> take them off, take them out when you're not using it I, like I, everyone else. <laughs> I find like just not, I find being on London public transport without active noise cancellation quite stressful because it's, it's yeah. just, there's a lot, there's a lot of going noise. on. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. That's true. I mean, it's yeah. bad when you're walking down the street and you don't notice traffic occasionally, but yeah. like it's, um, yeah, I just find it. It's and when, it, and when it's cold, it doubles up as a uh, earmuffs. Yeah. yeah, they are quite warm. Yeah, they are. See, my yeah, biggest issue with over is I can't wear them with the hats. The hats. Yeah, yeah. John is big into his hats. <laughs> so, yeah, this is a problem. So you need the, the marshals. In, really want, so the marshals actually, I can wear them just under the behind my right, right, hat, right. and they actually do kind of work. Yeah. But I want someone to design some that are behind the head. That, yeah. That are really good. I've seen yeah. some that are, that wear behind yeah. the head, but they're not good yeah, in quality. Yeah. Yeah. That would be a nice move. Yeah. yeah. And anything else that you're kind of into at the moment, like? Any, uh... Uh, I'm, well, I'm looking forward to some new drone stuff this year. Oh yeah, again, oh, yeah. I see a drone just behind. Is that a DJI? Yeah. Is that oh a... no, that's a uh, oh, power power egg. Right. Yeah, okay. Power, yeah, yeah. That's like the original. That's when it started out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, not started out. That's like one yeah, of their main, got... the mainstream yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, and then, yeah. But now they've got some amazing one that's oh, all. Yeah. Uh, they've got this new one which is like a, they call Power Egg X or something. Power. Yeah. Don't don't quote me on it. But if you Google it, you see it's it's way smaller than this one in terms of footprint. Yeah. It's but smaller what's, than a rugby ball. Yeah, right, right. But that's what's good about it is um, they've thought about all the use cases. So when you're not using it as a drone, what happens in normal drones is you park it up like this one. But this one, you can detach it. The oh, right. propellers, yeah. the arm and everything and use it as a camcorder. Oh, wow. That's yeah, cool. yeah. That's and it's cool. got like this AI thing. So like you can do a nice follow as well. And the latency is so like low. Like, like it's so arm. good. That's cool. And that's cool. Uh, if you want to use it like when it's raining and stuff, it also comes with a case, like oh, wow. a waterproofing case, and you can fly it in like every rain, and it still handles it and everything. Nice. And you, the camera quality is good as well at the same time. Are you into yeah. are you into drone software? Yeah, I, I absolutely what, love drones. Yeah. Whenever I've had a drone, I'm like this. I don't need one, but I really want one. I love like, I love drones. drones I picked it up from John thing. as well. Like <laughs> drones are like amazing. I remember when I started out, and he would fly it through some crazy like. Oh yeah. And uh, he used to like land it in the room, yeah. at hotels when we stay at hotels. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> but like I do it now, and I'm like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just think that one of the things I love about drones and one of the reasons why I'm concerned about a lot of the legislation that's mm. curtailing it is it lets you they really encourage you to explore your surroundings mm. so I'd go to somewhere if I travel I'd go to somewhere and think where could I take my drone up and you start seeing the city in a completely new way yeah. and I absolutely love being able to do that it's a real freedom I think you should definitely have you know penalties for people that abuse them and sure. use them incorrectly and do stupid things with them um, but I think you should let people fly Yeah. because yeah. imagine they said you can't use smartphone cameras anywhere yeah which is, have, which is starting to which happen. Which we started to see happening, especially yeah. in Europe. Where about really? Yeah. yeah, the amount of conversation, I mean, a lot, uh, the amount of art and, you know, yeah. new perspectives that mm. people wouldn't be able yeah. to gain from yeah. not being able to see that stuff. Like, I intell- think intellectual really property I know, I know. and all these things are coming in. Like like you were saying, like we were out, we, we go out to shoot normally every Saturday. We, mm shoot content and yeah a few places that we haven't been to in a long time to shoot they were like oh sorry no photography allowed and it's a private right right pro- like private area i'm like what are you talking about right standing in the street so if i'm doing facetime right now i'm still capturing 
oh, the environment. It was a bit, a bit of um, uh, you held your phone. It was a bit of interference then. On oh, phone. sorry. No, you're okay. <laughs> like um, if, if, I, if I'm doing FaceTime, like how does that yeah, work? It's yeah. still capturing what's around, like. Yeah, it doesn't really make sense yet. It's a weird legal one. I think Bank, I think it was Banksy, the artist that said, you know, that anything out there, especially advertising, is your property, and you should be able to kind of deface yeah. it and do what. And yeah. I remember going on a street art tour of Shoreditch and being like, you got to look up and see what's up there's there. So, there's there's so lot. much up yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. And it seems like it should be public yeah, property. Yeah. For you because to... then it becomes where do you where do you draw the line? So if I go online and I find a random picture of me mm. or me appearing in someone else's video, can mm. I go? Oh, sorry you can't pull my face in there because he's, he's got me right. in it. You can take that down. Right. Well, can I sue them just because of that? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's crazy. Yeah, I for the longest time, it was it was about four years ago, slightly slightly dodgy in terms of the legal element of it, but I always wanted to see central London. I grew up in the north. I want to see central London on Christmas Day to see what it's like, completely quiet, that yeah. sort of 28 days later kind of, you know, deserted feel. And I did take a drone and got, it was amazing because, you know, you're unlikely to get caught. It's not yeah. not, not not technically allowed. Yeah. But uh, you get some amazing shots. It's you incredible. Like. I think, in fact, it should be reverse rather than putting it on the users. It should mm. be, if I'm the city of London, mm. can I not have a thing where you offence my area? Yeah, and yeah, like yeah. there's then there's a regulation with the manu drone manufacturers where they go, okay, where are the geofences? Install it on the device before sure, it goes out. Sure. So that way, as a user, even if I'm here, if I'm not meant to fly, it just won't fly. Yeah. Even yeah, if yeah. I tried. Yeah. I know people will find a we'll way around it and, and stuff, stuff but but, yeah. but initially, I think that's actually probably a better idea. Yeah, drones are what I'm really excited about. Yeah. Drones, yeah, because yeah. they're getting they're getting better and better. They're amazing technolo technologically. I've I've tended to use the D the DJI, DJI ones. Have you yeah. seen the mini, the Mavic Pro I've Mini? No, I mean I've not used it. It's, it's cool. literally the size of the palm of your hand. Yeah. Yeah. Same size as a, an iPhone 11 Pro Max. Wow, yeah. wow, it's, it's unbelievable footprint. Yeah, have you, you you must know about the new brand as well that's threatening yeah. DJI yeah. at the moment. I can't remember the brand name. Crazy. I can never remember. I their saw them at CS. They've got an 8K camera. Oh wow, it's ridiculous. Small as well. I think yeah, one of those things is. The drone technology is moving faster than legislation. Mm. So I think if you can get into it, get into it now right. um, and get as much footage and pictures right. as you can <laughs> right, before, right, before they stop it all. <laughs> I've got one um, So one piece of uh, feedback. Obviously, it's uh, the first episode, but um, I did put a call out on social media. It's from um, Mr. Bray1612, who says, um, I'm really into my iPhone photography at the moment. Do you have any tips for mobile photographers or any apps that you'd recommend? So you were saying... You shoot on iPhone because it's higher quality for posting stories and that's yeah, really yeah. important it's, in general. I mean, it's still good quality on Android as well. It's sure. just when it gets to social media, yeah, no sure. matter what platform you put it on, they crush it. Yeah. Uh, but my tips would be apps-wise, I use yeah. Snapseed, Lightroom. I use Lightroom a lot and I create my own presets and whatnot. So yeah. it's easy to apply to different scenarios. Uh, but what I would say is as iPhone users, you don't have to buy apps. Like the, the camera app itself has built-in loads of editing tools right. so you can edit your photos i was showing people the other day how you can do long exposure yeah on, on an iphone right which is actually insane because yeah, yeah. you can shoot those blurry light rail yeah. looking things just on by taking a picture yeah, put, yeah. putting your live mode on right and then you swipe up on the picture and you got three different options you got like a gif you got like a bouncy effect and yeah. then you got the long exposure effect but yeah. those are hit like almost hidden people don't really mess around with yeah. it yeah that's but cool. Of, I didn't know that. I'm yeah, going to try yeah. that out later. But other than that, it's like you can edit exposure, brilliance, vibrancy, contrast, like all the basics yeah. that you don't need to download an app. Right. And okay. then it's all, it all boils down to your taste, your yeah, yeah. 
how you like your aesthetics to look. So, so Snapseed and Lightroom. I think Snapseed is free, isn't it? Lightroom Snapseed is free. Lightroom, Mobile Seas is free to certain extent. Some features are taken off unless yeah. you pay for the yeah. cloud yeah. Uh, stuff. And then there's another app, Touch Retouch is great for removing okay. objects. What's yeah. that perspective on that you use? Uh, it's called Screw It, S-K-R-W-T though. So okay. basically you can adjust a photo perspective like i can take a photo from here that's bendy and i can straighten it up and you wouldn't even know about it that's cool that's yeah. very cool it's really good for taking pictures of buildings yeah, yeah. like when it, you're doing like perspective you can make it more like symmetrical and, and stuff. yeah yeah, really yeah, cool. yeah any lenses or any kind of you know uh for phones or anything honestly we were having this conversation actually online the yeah. other day where um moment lens um they're one of the best actually if not the best uh iphone camera lenses mm. out there but this day and age i don't see the point of them because right. it's just another extra glass layer sure on your phone sure. when they started out they were great because phones didn't have ultra wide angle lenses and sure. telephoto lenses so it was great to have that extra yeah. attachment to get wide angle shots and stuff but now you can get iphone 11 pro with all the lenses yeah you so got the why three, do you need the regular that? iphone 11 yeah, yeah. so lenses, for me yeah. i unless you have anything that doesn't have those like telephoto and ultra wide angle lens then moment lens i'd recommend them yeah okay yeah, good. otherwise they're, they're available on amazon or uh or best to get it directly from their website okay yeah because they they're good at managing if anything goes missing or whatnot cool yeah, yeah. john anything to add to that or? uh well just in terms of how you take your pictures i think mm. A lot of people ask us, you know, how do you get such a good shot? It's mm. more about thinking about the end use. Right. Like when we're shooting, we're thinking about how it's going to edit. Yeah. You know, Tommy's yeah. thinking about the filters he might apply. Sure. Yeah. So I think it's like shooting for the edit, thinking about where you're going to show it. Also, if you're going to share it on Instagram, giving yourself enough space to make it square. Other mm. than like people sometimes, like we've seen people the post oh, pictures sure. and they cut off people's feet. And it's yeah. a really good shot, but then the feet are cut off and it looks sure. really weird. Sure. So yeah. yeah, I think think about the format you're sharing it on yeah. and what you're doing what you're gonna do with the edit. Sure. No, and obviously good. follow you guys as well for, yeah, for some tips. What was your what was your handle on uh, Instagram? Gadgets J O N. Gadgets J O N Gadgets Boy. Nice. And there was a separate film one, wasn't there? Yeah, Gadgets Boy film. I think if you just put Gadgets Boy in, it will come it'll, up with my two accounts. Yeah, yeah. And John's one comes up. Yeah, you all comes up. Uh, Mr. Bray, 1612 on um, on uh, Instagram. Thank you very much for your question. Uh, I've been in touch with Deep Silver, the video game publisher, and I've got a prize for you for sending that question, which is a copy of both Metro 2033 Redux, uh, Redux? Redux. and um, Metro Last Light Redux on Nintendo Switch. So thank Wait. you very much. Nice. Congrats. Uh, yeah, thanks for your question. <laughs> and I'll get those game codes sent out to you ASAP. Uh, guys, anything else that's happening um, in the foreseeable future? Obviously, we talked about Samsung phones. I went to see some Panasonic OLEDs a couple of weeks ago, which were right. awesome. How was that? Yeah, it's great. Have you? Are you into? Do you, do you fall on the OLED QLED debate? See, you, see my, my, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a QLED. You're a QLED person, right. Right, but okay. that's because I've always had a Samsung TV. Sure. Um, nothing to do with the fact that we would like review a lot of Samsung stuff, but um, I've always had one even before I got into this world of yeah, tech or whatnot. Yeah. Um, so I remember buying my first. Yeah, right, yeah. right. Before, before, before I replace my old, my, my TV is like my previous TV was like six years old. The right. first LED TV that Samsung made, like 1080p LED TV, yeah. nice and yeah, slim, yeah, <laughs> big yeah. bezels. I remember it. Yeah, but um, no, I'm I'm a QLED person, right? Because okay. the it's I think it's best of. It covers everything really well, whether you're gaming, whether you're watching movies. Great for gaming, The contrast, yeah. the colors are they great. Go, they go larger as well, obviously. Exactly. Uh, all of my, well, not all, anecdotally, a few of my friends in America, when I've been over there, they've got the huge 75-inch plus. Obviously, this, they've got way more space in general, but it's, it's just, they seem to really go for those Exactly, and, and because of that technology, Samsung can scale as large as they want to yeah. as well with a wall TV, yeah, for example. Yeah, yeah. But I haven't used much. I'm not a big TV person, so don't ask me too much about right. it. But, um 
Panasonic, uh, I know the LED is good as well. Yeah. Um, every time I go to CES, I'm looking at them on the insane. show floor. It's really good. I mean, it, you've got to pay for it at the professional level yeah, yeah, yeah. ones, but like, it's, I, I mean, I've got an OLED at home. I've got a, a Philips OLED and it's yeah. it's great for gaming. I mean, the, the LG ones as well have started to support. Um, I'm a big gamer, so like G-Sync on PC yeah, yeah. as well. So super smooth yeah. um, So that's, that's what I was going to get to next in terms of TVs are so great now mm. that you just have to buy one that's, that deals with what you do. Yeah, exactly. Best. Yeah. If you're a gamer, then look yeah. look out for like refresh rates yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, like G-Sync on monitors and whatnot. But if you're just someone who's just going to watch Sky and Netflix and all that kind of stuff, yeah. then just look at colors. Like yeah. if, if, if yeah, the contrast yeah. are good, details are good. You don't have to spend even 400 pounds. No, you can, yeah, there you are can. even mobile phone, smartphone companies now, they're coming out with TVs. Yeah. With yeah. Android. Yeah, Xiaomi, Xiaomi uh, <laughs> OnePlus. Yeah. Uh, are they releasing yeah. that Xiaomi TV? I saw it in their, um, in their store in one of the Westfields. West Westfield, yeah, yeah. Is it? Are they actually releasing that now? You can buy it there. Yeah. Oh wow! Okay, yeah, yeah. 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 And OnePlus that. has got one as well. That's powered by MediaTek. Oh processor. wow! Right, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Jeez. Okay. Um, yeah, it's, it's, everyone's going to be a gadget boy TV next year. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> stick a, you, stick you a heard uh, badge first. on it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and there's a smart. We're, we're going to go to a smart tech event tonight, which is oh, yeah. it's a translate. As far as I can understand, it's translator. Yeah, yeah. It's like you know, that's really quick. It's really quick. Those guys actually hooked me up with the Snapchat spectacles. Oh yeah, are now my favorite sunglasses. Yeah. You wear them quite a bit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every, every picture. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. the same way he wears his hat. So if you don't see him with both, people go, "Where's your sunglasses?" What's going on? Yeah, yeah what's yeah. going on? Who are you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have they? Because they did the second model. Of They're those, in my right? bag. They got, this yeah, is right. uh, this is like the third generation. Yeah, third generation. Yeah, I've actually behind us. I've got the first second and the latest one. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, yeah, I've always had Snapchat. Yeah, I can see them. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so there's so there's that. Obviously, we talked about Samsung phones. Is there anything else, you guys? You you've just posted some content on your channels on. Oh yeah, about car. Yeah, Mini Electric. It's a smart, it's a city car. Yeah. Uh, they quoted 143 miles on range, but yeah. in the real world, you probably get like 80 miles out of it. Once you've got the air conditioning. And Once you've got everything and, like yeah. your normal lifestyle. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the key word is city car. So if you're going right. to get it, it's something that you won't think to drive to like two hours drive away. Something that's yeah, too yeah. long. I'm unless really unless you have like you really, really want, good really planning. Are you, car, are you yeah. keen enough to, uh, we, to um, spend we the, the launch of the, um, the Ford Mustang E? Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Mark E. And that's got a 300 mile range. Right. And that'll mm. get me to my mum in Bristol and back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so Real world really, for like probably 250 miles, I reckon. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm really happy with the design of it. I think yeah. it's really cool. I'm a bit annoyed that it doesn't really look like a Mustang. Right. As a Mustang fan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, I found out that the reason why they did it is because most of their focus groups described it in exactly the same way as uh, people describe the Mustang. Right. So they were like, oh, we'll call it a Mustang. Right, okay. So uh, I do like electric cars a lot. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've driven the Tesla. I, I drove a, a Kia City car, actually. But yeah. again, yeah, it was. Yeah. The range was was only eighty miles. It was, I think, about twenty between twenty five and thirty k, and the and the normal petrol version was about half that. So yeah, it's yeah. like so it's, it's a. I, yeah. I had the Kia e Nero um, yeah. for a month or so last year. Yeah, and that car was beautiful. As yeah, well. the range yeah. and that was amazing. That's probably the longest range I've had in right. real world use. I got about two hundred and seventy. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's good. Good. and that yeah. was crazy. That's great. I mean, yeah. that's enough to to do most journeys yeah. you want to do, yeah. right? I mean, yeah. if you drive for over 200 miles and you don't know when you're charging next and you run yeah, out of battery, yeah. you deserve to be stopped. A lot, <laughs> a lot, a lot of the manufacturers anyway, they put, um, they have an app that comes with it. So yeah. the Mini, for example, they have an app to help you plan your journey. So yeah. you know where the charging points are, yeah. for example. And one thing I like about the Mini Electric is it looks like a normal Mini. So when yeah. you're on the road, a lot of people aren't looking at you like, what's that yeah. kind of thing. So um, you don't like that? I thought that was No, I like it. Oh, like yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, I like I like that they've kept to that design yeah, language, yeah. that kind of stuff. Um, gadgets, like, there's like loads of gadgets in there. It's very it's very minimal as well in terms of user interface for the infotainment system. Yeah. Um, but yeah, go check it out. It's a 
good video insight into what the car's about. Yeah, so check that out on um, on your social channels. Yeah, I'm, I, I can I would think a lot of people that are spending that money want people to know that they're they want electric. They want to either you know flash their eco credentials or whatever. I just like the kind of I like the you know like Prius and mm. like typical hybrid cars before were really unattractive. Sure. And I like the fact that now car manufacturers are saying, well, we can make it eco-friendly and make and it look cool. Yeah. Like you can do both. Or you can do like the Mini has, still keep a you know a classic design aesthetic yeah. and not compromise it mm. for giving it an electric yeah. engine. Like an Audi yeah. e-tron looks like an Audi Q5 or Q8. Yeah. Yeah. Like when you see it, the, you would, the only time you know is you can't hear it. What do you guys think about the, the Tesla pickup truck? Are you, are you um, I'm torn. I've, I've, if I I've actually one, ordered. I yeah, I've everyone, bought, see, everyone who's outside the industry seems to be really like, I'm, they I'm love torn. this thing. I've bought I, the, um, did you know that, um, what's that company? They launched like the uh, toy version of it the other day. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Um, uh, like, not Mattel or was it? Or? Not Skeletrics was no. the, anyway, one of these toy brands, yeah. anyway, big toy brands, they released like a couple smaller version and a slightly bigger version. <laughs> right, and they sold out immediately, I imagine. Straight also. away. Yeah, yeah. Even yeah. though it was just like, you, we couldn't get it here, so I've had to get my friend in, U, in the US to, um, to get me one. It's interesting because for me, the dream is to own a Tesla. You know, I would love to own a why, why? Why is that a dream though? Well, it's just because, just because when I've, dr- I, you, you have these moments in tech mm-hmm. where it's like, you know, I imagine I wasn't in tech at this point, but you know, when you get the first iPhone or something, it's when you get in the Tesla and it's doing its, you know, it's changing lanes automatically, and you just like, and I know other cars do that, I get mm-hmm. that, but I was having this conversation. It was a, a while back, but with uh, I think it was OnePlus, and they were saying, you know, if you're really into cars, you wouldn't get a te- you would get something more luxurious, you would get something, and obviously right. you've got Jaguar coming in now and doing mm-hmm. uh, supposedly very good uh, electric cars. So it's one of the best ones. Yeah, the iPace. Yeah, so so maybe the sort of you know the allure of a Tesla specifically is sort of worn off a bit yeah, but yeah. I still love a Model X because yeah. for me if you see if you sit in a Tesla unless mm. you go for the high end one mm. it's so cheap yeah yeah. like you can literally bang yeah the, like it's got a plasticky feel you're right. like I've just paid over 35 grand <laughs> right, for this right, right, right. like what, what's this yeah. whereas you can spend Tesla, the same amount yeah you yeah. can spend the same amount of money and get yourself like a mini electric uh, yeah. an Audi e-tron but to be fair to them though range and the tech, the self-driving yeah. tech, you can't knock them. It's a bit like going, oh, you can also use Bing search. Yeah, but right. <laughs> when you know that Google search the is the king yeah, and, yeah. you know, so. I, I did uh, drive an electric. I took um, my uh, basic test, uh, CBT for the most, for uh, mopeds. Mobikes. And I, I tried, um, it was a, a manufacturer called Super Soco and they had an electric bike. I think the yeah, range yeah. was about 80 miles. That was the most fun I had in tech yeah, that, last year. That's, that's, we, we went to a launch yeah, event in Milan. So that was like uh, a super bike. Was super it? bike yeah. electric. Kia Ciro? Uh, no, Kyocera is another brand Ooh, I worked yes. with. Uh, I can't remember their name. I'm sorry, I'm sure it began with a K. Yeah, it begins with a K. It's, it's been a while now. That was like, yeah. what, two, two, two years ago now? Yeah, definitely two years but ago. That's, but that's, that's exciting to see like electric motorbikes as well. I loved I loved this. It was so exciting to just... I mean, I, I, I um, ride a, a push bike around yeah, yeah. and an electric scooter. But um, yeah, it's it was just so... It was just so... The acceleration on it was insane. Yeah. And it, to go back to your point, John, it, it had that thing where people... They they couldn't hear it approaching, and so they would they would ask you while you were pulled yeah. up. Is that is that electric? So, I mean, the mini the mini electric. They've embedded a speaker mm. in the front to to make they, some to, noise to make to some make noise when it's out and about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, talking about electric as well, I've, I'm working with a company called Switch Switch yeah. Bikes, and basically they can transform any oh, yeah. any yeah. normal road bike to like electric. They can electrify it. So you, so they put <laughs> they put an electric motor on your existing yeah, yeah, bike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And okay. it's got Kimco. it's got Kimco. That's the bike bike brand. Yeah, yeah. Kimco Superbike. But yeah, it's 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 nice to see that there are brands thinking ahead because that's another thing. Like if you have a car already that's not electric, what do you do? Yeah, you have to sell that car. But th- there should be companies that are thinking, how can I 
turn a normal car yeah, into an electric yeah, car. Yeah, I'd love yeah. to get a classic Mustang with an, and, with and an electric car. electric, electric. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that kind of stuff. So, yeah. yeah, there's a bike company doing that now, which is good. Yeah. Anything else, John, on your radar or just in general before we um, sign off? No, yeah. I'm looking forward to the James Bond film. James Bond film, okay. there's going to be some cool oh, tech yeah, in yeah, yeah. I mean, that. Uh, I'm excited about that. I think they just announced it's the longest James Bond film yeah. uh, yet. I'm here for it. How long, uh, how long is long? Like I don't know. I think I think it's about two, yeah, two and a half. Yeah, oh, something God. like that. Prepare uh, myself. 148 minutes, something like, something like Double that. Double espresso Donald's kind of movie. Yeah. Are you, do you still feel as though James Bond's still relevant in this? Um, well, Naomi Harris is a big part of it. Yeah, sure, it. sure, yeah. sure. So I'm looking forward to seeing her kicking ass on screen. Yeah. Uh, but also, there's also there's usually a lot of cool tech right. in yeah, Bond yeah, films. Yeah. And that's the bit I'm there for. Yeah, sure, um, sure. So I'm looking forward to seeing what they show off. Yeah. The new yeah. car, the new mobile tech, the new yeah, weapons. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, think, yeah. I mean, Daniel Craig is amazing. I just, I think... Yes, yeah, his last yeah, one. It's his well. last one. So there'll be a big send-off for him, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Do you reckon he's going to die? I don't know. That is a, James Bond's never died, has he? And, nah. No. I mean, I, I love the franchise. Um, we, they just released a new song with Billy Eilish. Yeah, yeah. Well, I haven't really listened to it too much. It, I, it seemed okay. the best. Right, okay. Uh, if I'm honest, I don't think What's your was... What's your favourite James Bond theme song? The Shirley Bassey one. Yeah, um, is that gold. That was gold. Uh, Goldfinger. 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 Oh, Goldfinger. Uh, no, Whichever one, Shirley Bassey. Sky, Skyfall for me. When the sky. Skyfall was pretty awesome. Yeah. That was a doubt, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that was good. Yeah. What was the? What was was it? Live and Let Die. That Duran Duran one. Oh, that like, one. Yeah. No, the, no, I remember uh, that song, but I don't think it was Duran Duran. It wasn't. Um, Live and Let Die was sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah sort of uh, upbeat electronic one. But yeah, yeah the, the the it sort of goes good then bad, doesn't it? Cause yeah. I think um, it's the Sam Smith one wasn't right, even though it won an Oscar. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that was just his time to win. A lot, yeah, exactly. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> he was working with the right people, he's yeah. got a great voice, yeah, 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 and, yeah. yeah. yeah guys. Not knocking thank you so much for your time. That's about it for this episode. All the remains say is thank you very much, guys. I know we've said already, but where can we find your work and stalk you online? Uh, I've always wanted to say this just Google me, Gadgets Boy, Gadgets Boy, and everything will come up, everything, Gadgets Boy, uh, and Gadgets John for me. Gadgets and if you John. like sneakers, uh, sneakers, sneakers John. J-O-N. nice, thanks very much, guys. Real pleasure. If you've got any feedback, please send it to guy at guycocker.com. Keep an eye on twitter.com slash guycocker for more updates and subscribe in iTunes to have them delivered as soon as they're available. And if you can, leave me a review or rating on iTunes. Thank you very much for listening, and I'll see you next week. Thank you. <laughs>